Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast, a podcast where we discuss topics surrounding business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. This is the last Wednesday in August. I feel like this month didn't really exist. I don't know what it was about it. It just kind of started and here we are at the end of it, I hope, this month and summer for those of you who live in places that aren't constantly tropical like us, unfortunately, are, I hope that you guys are really enjoying what's left of summer, especially here in Canada and the GTA. And I think most places, August is really the end of summer unofficially because September is when school starts and things kind of slow back down and people get back into the rhythm of things. And I hope you guys are just staying positive to the best of your abilities and finding ways to stay happy, stay positive, stay motivated, stay pumped. What I learned this past week is that you have time for what you make time for. I have decided that there's a few things in my life that I have let fall by the wayside and I no longer want that to be the case. And in making this personal decision that I want to take life in these situations back into my hand and have control of them, I've been able to do just that. One of them is reading. So I, I'd say for the past two, three weeks now, I've decided that every single morning, once I'm up after I do my devotional, write in my journal, the next thing I'm going to do is read for an hour. I have so many books, ebooks, physical books that I have been needing to read that I have just been collecting physical and <laughs> digital dust. So I've been really taking time to do that. And then on top of that, right before bed, I want to get in another 30 minutes of reading, making that an hour and a half of reading every single day. It sounded crazy, but I spend more time than that scrolling mindlessly. And since I've decided that I wanted to do that, every single day without fail, I've been able to do it. And it hasn't seemed like a chore. It hasn't felt like I was distracting myself from other things in order to do it or taking away useful time that could be used towards something else. I, I decided I wanted to do it and I did it. Um, even hanging out with people. I'm an extreme homebody. I'm trying to do more going out. So I've been really making an effort to connect with people and I prefer one-on-one -on -one outings. So connect with people, have an excuse to dress up, leave my house, even if it's just for a socially distanced coffee or well, tea or whatever it is. So it's what we decide is important, we'll find a way to fit it in, in whatever capacity. Sometimes you want to spend time with people, but things are so busy and the capacity is a call or a text, uh, a few check-ins during the day. We, we are very resilient and adaptable beings and we make time for what's important and we adjust and bend time to fit whatever it is that we deem is of importance. And I hope that you guys had some time to meditate on the words to live by for last week, which were what I think it will be, it will be. And this pretty much falls in line with what I learned this past week because we have much more autonomy and control than we sometimes like to give ourselves credit for or that we sometimes like to feel the burden of. When we put our lives and our situations in the hands of other people, situations, God, 
we are really just relinquishing our control. But whether or not you relinquish your control in your mind doesn't change the fact that we do have so much of this control within ourselves and we do have the ability to direct and steer our lives and what we want of what is going on around us and in us if we decide to take that power back to ourselves. So I really hope that you guys had some time to really look at the things in your life that you want to be a little different and see how you can make those changes. And some of these things might've been external having to do with other people, but what is your responsibility and what power do you have? And just really honing in on that and doing what you're able to do and then having the confidence and the peace to leave the rest at bay. This week, I want to talk about the journey. This has been on my heart, (laughs) I'd say, for a while now because I feel that this whole COVID-19 lockdown, especially with it happening during 2020 when all of us had these grandiose plans, it's really taken a toll on a lot of people's morale, a lot of what they've wanted to do with their lives, a lot of it's been making people feel disappointed because they had these plans, whether it's getting a new amazing job and then the job market kind of being on halt, whether it's traveling the world, meeting new people, all of these things, it's just kind of slowed down. So what I wanted to do for this episode is just offer you guys some confirmation, some reassurance and some perspective on the journey that you're on. The first thing I want to say is that you've got this. You've got this because every single other thing that has been on your plate so far, you've got. And the reason why I can say that with confidence, even if I don't know who you are personally, is because if you didn't have it to some extent, you wouldn't be here today. You wouldn't be here listening to to me speak into your ear. You wouldn't be working. You wouldn't be functioning because if those things had got you, you wouldn't be standing, you know? And I think sometimes when we look at our situations, you, we tend to want to look at maybe how we could have handled it better or what we could have done differently or how we wish things would have gone differently. But the past is gone and um, focusing on that is above our pay grades and not really going to do much for us. But even if the past situation that you were in didn't go the way you had planned, come hell and high water through whatever it was, whatever sticky situations that got you, that you were in, you're still here right now. And I just want you guys to hold on to that and really just bask in that for a moment and realize that nothing has destroyed me so far because if it had destroyed me I wouldn't be here right now right and what I want you to really take a look at with your journey is that everything is a step at a time and when we have a journey and when we know what we want it's that purpose that we have that gives us the strength to step up to whatever situation we're in. And there are times, especially times like this, which are unprecedented, which we don't necessarily understand, that might have us feeling overwhelmed because we can't see the whole journey. And what I want to tell you is that sometimes the reason why you can't see the whole journey is because the full picture would be way too overwhelming. Could you imagine if 
on January 1st, 2020, someone had told you that this is what the world would become. We would have been terrified. We would have been confused. You would have been so overwhelmed thinking, how am I going to even handle this? But look at you now. When they first locked down, at least here in Canada or in Ontario for the most part, when they first locked, declared the lockdown on March 17th, everyone was like, what's happening? And day by day, after everybody stocked up on toilet paper, stocked up on all the flour and yeast, and then calmed <laughs> down and got back into equilibrium, we figured it out, you know? And that is why we don't always see the full picture. And with our journeys and the plans that we have for ourselves, things work in that exact same way. When you bite off more than you can chew, which happens when we're overwhelmed by seeing too much or having these big plans without necessarily looking at the steps, what happens when we bite off more than we can chew is that it causes choking. And choking is you stumbling. Choking is you quitting. Choking is you choking <laughs> pretty much any way that you can choke. If you need to take a step and then you're so scared of the end result that you, you be pretty much paralyze yourself because you've overwhelmed your system physically choking and choking in all the ways that it can show up through our anxiety or nervousness. Another thing it causes is stomach aches when you bite off more than you can chew because you literally do not have the capacity to digest the sheer amount of information, the sheer amount of steps in one go. So if you're biting off more than you can chew through wanting to know every single thing and planning every step to a T, you're going to make yourself sick because that's way above your pay grade, way above your capacity of your stomach or your ability. And the last thing that biting off more than you can chew causes is that it causes fear. I could only imagine how I would feel if on January 1st, someone told me what this world would become in a matter of three, three months and 17 days, I would be confused. I'd be overwhelmed. I would look at my life and the decisions I had made in the year prior with hopes of what this year would be. And I would instantly be scared. I'd have regret. Why did I quit my job? Oh my gosh. If I had known that the world was going to become like this and I wouldn't even be able to pursue my entrepreneurial career in the way I wanted, I would have just stayed at that job and had that stability. There's all of these questions that we have and all of these insecurities. And what all of those things do is that they just bring about more fear and anxiety than is necessary. And that's why we just need to focus on the steps and that, well, the individual step that we need to take at the moment. And that's why we don't necessarily see the full picture all the time. And for someone like me, and I'm sure many of you who want to plan, who want to be in control, who want to have understanding, who want to see confirmation to justify the next steps you're going to take, this type of blind faith is extremely, extremely vulnerable and difficult. But what I really want to come and tell you guys is that God loves you too much to overwhelm you like that. And <laughs> for those of us who are control freaks, it might be difficult to say thank you to that because you want to know. But if you really knew everything you wanted to know, you might just change your mind about wanting to know it. And it's just amazing the mercy, the grace, and the love of God that he just kind of gives us what we need to survive. It's just like um, the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread. It could have been give us this day our monthly bread, our yearly bread. 
But what that goes to show you is that you just need to be concerned about today and every single day, the bread that you need, the information you need, the guidance that you need, the decisions you need to take will be revealed to you because having, if God were to give you this monthly bread and you just have it there, it might go moldy. It might waste. <laughs> you might overeat and by day three, you won't have bread that's supposed to last you till day 30. So God just loves us a lot and doesn't want us to be overwhelmed and he doesn't want you guys to be overwhelmed. And what this leads me into is what I feel you guys should know that what you need to pretty much do is the last step that you felt you needed to do. We are disappointed by the fact that we thought we would be at a certain place and maybe we're not there. We'd be in a certain situation. Maybe we're not there. We'd be experiencing certain things and they're not happening. But all of the future in that capacity is above your pay grade. What you do need to be focused on is the step you're on right now, the step that has been given to you. So if it's a business that you wanted to start and you're like, oh my gosh, I wanted to start my business in January, but now with everything locked down, I don't even know if my business would be successful. That's not your business yet. Have you even made your business plan? Do that first. <laughs> Have you even incorporated? Do that first. You're, you're looking at the job market thinking, oh my gosh, there's no jobs. Every company has locked off their um, hiring process. No, they haven't. They may have reduced it, but they haven't locked it off. And you're here discouraged thinking, oh my gosh, I'll never get a job. But have you applied? Have you done the first step? Or are you so busy looking at step 70 and being discouraged by the chances that that's not going to happen when you haven't even done what it takes to move from step seven to step eight, which is in your pay grade. And what I found is that when you do what, you're supposed to do when you work on the level that you're at and do what is supposed to take you to the next level, the next level has a way of revealing itself. The next steps will reveal themselves because at that point you've taken the meal that you've had, which is the task you had to do. You've chewed it, you've swallowed it, you've digested it. And now you're hungry again and you have the capacity again because you're not just going to stuff your face. And if God, if situations just put you in a place where you stuff your face or you bite off more than you can chew it. As I had said, you'll be choking, you'll be getting stomach aches and you'll be absolutely terrified. So I really want to let you guys know that you do not need to be in a rush. Slow it down. I know this is hard to say because we want what we want. And as I've said many times, we deserve what we want. But rushing into it is just not it. You're going to end up feeling so discouraged. You're going to end up comparing yourself to others. You're going to end up just being so down that you'll have, you'll lack the ability to even see what you already have in front of you. You could have greatness in front of you, but because you're looking at magnificence, you'll feel that where you are, which is greatness is subpar. And that's horrible because we need to bask in the moment that we're in enjoy it, soak up everything it has to offer because it does have something very important to offer every single moment in our lives do, um, do. and take that once the timing that you're meant to be in that place where you gain everything you're supposed to gain is done, then you move on to the next level. Um, 
there's a poem in my book. I'm going to try to remember it to the extent that I can, but it pretty much kind of goes something along the lines of being grateful for the broken places that you were in, because if you had entered the fixed places at the time that you had wanted to, you probably would have broken them because there's something to be collected at each place. And when we are on this journey and you're not in a rush, you realize that you're already picking up the pieces that you need because to get to where we want to be, the reason why we're on a journey is because there's certain things we need. Let's just think of, um, a driving journey, like you're driving somewhere super far, like seven hours away, you're speeding through to get to your destination. But if you, if you don't slow down, you might miss the pit stop that is selling gas. And then you want to zoom past that. And what's going to happen is that you zoom past that checkpoint. You don't get gas because you're so focused on your destination. And then 20 kilometers or 20 miles out from that pit stop that you should have stopped at your car actually stops because you were so focused on the destination that you weren't paying attention to the things along the journey that were necessary for you to make it to your destination in the best way possible so what happens now you're 20 kilometers away from the pit stop that you should have stopped at but because you were too focused on getting to where you needed to be right away you you lost sight of that so now your car stops what happens you have to get a taxi go all the way back 20 kilometers get gas bring it back 20 kilometers fill your car which means you just drove 40 kilometers in stagnation because you weren't paying attention because you were too focused on the journey and now you've delayed yourself and you're not even going to get there on time so we need to realize that we are already picking up the pieces that we need towards our journey and this will hopefully give you guys peace of mind and help you understand and have patience and appreciation for what you're going through so like an example would be that annoying co-worker that you dealt with for three years <laughs> that annoying co-worker who really just pushed every single button and somehow you were able to deal with that co-worker without ever having an HR incident it took a lot, <laughs> but you did. What this situation prepares you for and the pieces you're picking up in this situation amongst many others is patience. And that patience that you developed in that situation of dealing with Greg, who you wanted to just like, I'm not even going to say <laughs> who you wanted to just deal with, that patience that you developed is the patience that you're going to need when it comes to dealing with difficult customers in your business. That same patience is the patience that will help you with your new boss at your new job who is 10 times more annoying than Greg and even worse because he's your boss. And that patient that you patience that you had developed from working with Greg is going to give you the momentum to not be able to quit that job when you want to strangle your boss and not quitting that job is going to ultimately lead you to become director of that company in five years. And if you had quit that job because of your lack of patience, because Greg pissed you off one time, you, you yelled at him and you got fired and you never learned to deal with people. You don't know what part of your future you would have squandered, you know? So these are the pieces that we pick up throughout our lives. Another example is that heartbreak that you experience, that heartbreak that is so sad and debilitating, but the next day is a work day. 
and somehow, some way you pick up, you pick yourself up and you clock in for that shift because you, you broke your heart, but you didn't want to break your wallet. And somehow with that discipline and that sheer strength, you were able to keep yourself composed the whole shift. If it had not been for that strength, you wouldn't even know the other ways you develop strength in your life. And even that heartbreak where you look back and you think of all of the situations that you were in. And now from that hindsight, 2020 perspective, you're able to look at the weaknesses and the holes in your personality. Yes, that person may have been wrong. Yes, that person may have had their faults, but what were yours? And now from that reflective angle that you would never would have experienced if it wasn't for this heartbreak, you can now see the weaknesses that you didn't even know existed in your personality or certain attributes that are not necessarily the best that you've been portraying that could be detrimental towards the future. And all that strength and that discernment that you build is exactly what you're going to need in the future when you enter, when other people enter into your life that discernment is going to allow you to quickly weed out the BS. You're going to be able to see that person who's not beneficial to your life and you'll be able to excuse them because you never knew what the red flags were, but now they are so glaring that (laughs) the person might as well be Rudolph because that's how obvious it is. Or you're going to be able to see how your own behavior may have been affecting situations. And what I just want to tell you guys, and that's why I use these two examples, one business and one relationship, because I feel that those two are very common. And when we are going through negative situations, we're not understanding the way that these negative situations are going to help us. And now looking back at my life, and I'm sure if you guys take a moment to reflect, you'll see a lot of situations that you were in that those tools were used in a different capacity to help you at a completely different unrelated point in your life. Anything from education to relationships to work, it could be learning to deal with a sibling who annoys you and being able to take that patience and that ability to block out distractions and use it to study at school and study for an exam and and get straight A's because noise no longer bothers you. You're able to zone things out, right? So I just want to remind you guys that you've got this. You've got this. You've got this. Everything in your life is building upon itself. Every single thing. Um, I'm going to repeat this because it just means so much to me. And I hope that it really resonates with you guys. Because when we are feeling down, it's so hard to see past that. And this year is one of those years where I think many of us need this reassurance more than ever. Everything is building upon itself, even the rubble and the broken pieces. A bunch of broken pieces stacked on top of each other can still be climbed to victory, glory, greatness, and everything that's there for you. You're doing well. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Trust me. When you make it to the end and everything makes sense, you're going to look at this moment and any other moment that has been negative or discouraging, and you're going to be like, this is irrelevant. It no longer matters. It's it's a blip in time pretty much because you're so far removed from it. And because you finally made it to that destination you wanted to be at, everything it took to get there is not going to matter. It's just like women with labor. They say that labor pains are ridiculous 
But the moment you see that child, you're like, yep, I'd do this all over again because this will always be worth it. And that's what I want you guys to consider with your lives and everything you're doing. Just keep going. And with that, I'm going to get right into the words to live by for this week, which are I'm doing well. That's what I want you guys to tell yourself this week. I'm doing well, even though things are difficult. I'm doing well, even though my bosses are frustrated with me. I'm doing well, even though things are not going the way I had planned. I'm doing well, even though I'm behind on schedule, because that's the encouragement you need to give yourself to keep going. The difference between greatness and mediocrity is literally patience and consistency. Patience and consistency. Are you willing to try again? and again, and again to the nth degree until you finally get what you're looking for? And are you willing to be patient? Because if you're not, you're not going to be able to be consistent because the moment you want something and that's all you want and you're not getting it at that moment, you're going to lose patience. You're going to lose inspiration. You're going to lose direction and you're going to give up. So I just want you guys to cut yourself some slack and really just celebrate the journey you've been on. This year has been crazy. It's been one for the books. I can't imagine the history books that probably my children are going to have to read on what happened in year 2020, you know, and we're living that we're living this reality. And through that, we are functioning to one extent or the other. And whatever extent you're functioning to is good enough for now. And if it's not good enough, continue doing it and work towards whatever you believe will be good enough for you. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.